Firefly Willows L-I-V-E presents The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, featuring your hosts, Heisey Luckmers and Charlie Harrington. The Amethyst Oracle. Delve into life, death, and everything betwixt between and beyond. Between and beyond. Between and beyond. The Amethyst Oracle. Divination with a queer twist. And now, here are your hosts, Charlie Harrington and Heisey Whitmuller. I see you're listening to the Amethyst Oracle, and thank you for joining me. Uh, if you would like to get a reading during the show, you can connect in from the show page, or you can call 646-716-5510, and that will get you into the queue for a reading during the show. <laughs> uh, so um, tonight actually is a very interesting night to be doing a show, because tonight is a full moon uh, sorry no i am what am i saying uh so it is march 8th 2016 and tonight is a new moon in pisces as well as a full solar eclipse in pisces and there are a number of other things going on but i did want to mention this and i just wanted to talk a little bit about it because new moons in general kind of set up the energy the theme the focus for the next couple of weeks until the full moon and then uh, an eclipse, when an eclipse comes in there, it actually tends to be setting the tone, setting the theme of energy for about the next six months. So uh, I think that it's important for us to pay attention. And since this is the Amethystorical Divination with a Queer Twist, uh, you know, the stars are certainly something that can be a very helpful guiding oracle for us um, to utilize. And so I thought we would talk a little bit about what energies are going on, what kind of themes this is setting up, and the best way that we might think about going uh, about working with those energies in order to be as successful as possible over the A, next couple of weeks, B, uh, over the next six months, and maybe even just have an understanding of why some things may be happening. So, um, like I said, the new moon, uh, new moons in general are really good for setting new goals, starting new things, um, moving in a new direction, taking something to a new or next level, uh, planting those seeds for what it is that we want to see grow. And so uh, with the uh, new moon in Pisces, this is a really good time for putting out our new wishes, our new dreams, our new ideas, um, there's a little bit of a, a magical quality to it. We really want to pay attention to visions, dreams, intuitive hits, psychic messages, all of those kind of things. This can be a really powerful night to be doing magic. This can also be a really powerful night to do 
things like divination to work with oracles. So pull out your tarot deck, pull out your angel cards, pull out your runes, pull out whatever it is that you might use. Um, this can be a really, really powerful time for being able to get guidance and information and insight into things. Um, and Pluto tends to be very healing. Uh, so there is uh, something that we can focus on right now is to be setting setting a goal, planting a seed, putting out a wish uh, that re that revolves around the idea of something we've recognized might need healing or some healing work that we've been thinking of doing, uh, stepping into the role of healer. Um, uh, so, you know, we'll talk about the healing aspect a, a little more in just a minute. Um, I do want to say that the moon is opposite Jupiter. So, it is a really good night for putting new ideas and wishes and plans and thinking out on the table, but we also want to temper that just a bit. Um, we want to, uh, of course, uh, really infuse whatever it is that we are planting with compassion and imagination, and we want to not get overconfident, but it's conservative in the sense of being able to just pull back a little bit. It's like not letting our eyes be bigger than our stomach, not overreaching. So we want to temper it just slightly with some pragmatism and some practicality uh, in order to really be able to bring those things into being in the best way possible, which also means reining in our need uh, to give into impulse or our need for instant gratification so that we can um, have the patience, allow for the time, and have the discipline and structure that will be needed to bring these things to fruition. So they're not going to happen overnight, even though we might be really excited about them or feel as if we want them to happen right away. Um, but we do want to uh, um, not hold back from actually putting the wish, the intention out there. We just want to have the um, the focus and the willingness to kind of stay grounded um, in order to move things along properly rather than trying to rush them along just because we want them to happen or come into being. So with the eclipse coming in there, um, we're also, uh, I will say, because it's also the eclipse as well, of course, is in Pisces. Um, there can also be uh, this, the wateriness of Pisces could have us shifting. You know, we want to be adaptable. We want to go with the flow. We want to kind of go with where the current seems to want to take us. Um, and we want to be open to shifting gears, shifting perspectives, shifting directions, um, knowing that that shift is going to be in the best and highest interest for things coming about in the best way possible for us, the most beneficial way for us. We may think we know how we want it to turn out, but sometimes there are other ways that can actually be in our higher interest or be more beneficial for us that can 
if we are open to them and we recognize when that is happening and we go with the flow on that, then we will find what we end up in an even better place than we thought that we would and maybe even realize if we had ended up where we thought we should, that wouldn't have been as good or been as right for us. So um, one thing I do want to mention, too, is that Chiron is in Pisces, and this is where we're going to get a lot of that healing energy. Um, so a couple of questions you want to think about. What is it that you are happy with right now at this point in your life? And what are you unhappy with? As we, as we really reflect on the things that we're unhappy with, we want to pay attention how our feelings of, because uh, what, what may be coming to the surface and the way we may be feeling right now or get stirred up with this new moon and this eclipse and energy and, and um, then when these other things come, like Chiron and Pisces happening as well. What may be getting stirred up are feelings of uh, disappointment, fearfulness, feeling overpowered, unhappiness. Um, we may be giving into a sense of bitterness towards uh, circumstances, choices, decisions that have been made um, that were outside of our control, perhaps have been made even before we came along in some way. And so we may be feeling a sense of disillusionment or fear, especially around the larger world, what's happening around us, what's happening in the bigger landscape of things that we are we feel we are being subjected to, we feel we are um, uh, just having to suffer from, and that we feel we have no control over. So, uh, you know, it's one thing to be unhappy around things that we have control over being able to change. It's another thing to recognize how we may be allowing ourselves to fall into unhappiness or depression, uh, anger, bitterness about things that we don't have control over. And then we tend towards giving up or throwing our hands in the air and just saying, I don't even want to deal versus saying, well, wait, what can I do here just in my own space, just in my own energy field to, as we used the word before, to shift that feeling, to shift that energy, at least in my small sphere, so that what's in that outside larger world isn't able to just come in like a tidal wave and drown us with negativity or whatever it is that we feel is going on versus it gets stopped at where we have placed our energetic boundaries. Um, so let's see if we can... Uh, with with Chiron, Chiron is the the, the wounded healer, um, and what it does is it, especially in Pisces, it's going to bring up things from deep within or that have been there for a long time, um, wounds, traumas, upsets, um, angers, uh, grief, all of those kinds of deeply emotional feelings may tend to come to the surface and get very uh riled up right now within us uh so we may feel very emotionally stormy if you will um and so the one thing that we can do is we may not be able to fix the world but we can work on our own personal wounds by acknowledging them by uh, if they do come to the surface not pushing them down but instead to be willing to say ah okay i see you there let me sit with you and let us see what we can do to begin healing 
you? How can we begin to bring the healing process towards the point of integration so that I can understand, learn the lesson, uh, forgive, reconcile, whatever it is that I need to do so that I'm no longer defined by or I'm no longer impacted by the wound versus I am working from a place that has made peace with whatever it was that is at the root of where that wound comes from, and I am able to then move forward. This allows us to um, release and leave behind feelings of helplessness and powerlessness that perhaps have caused us to continue to get stuck or stay defined by a victim or martyr role. Um, Because when we are able to see that we have the power to at least work on our own wound and perhaps do our own healing process, then we feel less frustrated, angry, um, fearful um, of, of... what's going on outside of us that we don't have control over. So find what it is, whatever small sphere, whatever small aspect there may be, find what it is that you can actually be a part of the process of working on, of healing, of moving through, of releasing, so that you don't feel completely helpless, completely powerless, but instead are able to say, at least I am able to have power and control over this this one small thing, this one small sphere that I inhabit. Let me just stay focused there rather than letting myself get overwhelmed by all of the other stuff that is going on outside of me. Um, eclipses are a really good time, and especially with it being in Pisces, this is a really good time and offers us a really amazing opportunity to make powerful changes in our own spiritual development. And that's really where we were leading with like dealing with our wounds and that kind of thing. When we can start to say, let me just stay in what it is that I have control over. Let me just work on what it is that I can bring a change or what I can release or what I can affect. Let me just stay there. Then we will not get so lost in feeling overwhelmed or powerless because we're focused and staying in the realm of what it is that we actually have control and power over affecting change in. Um, So uh, another thing you can think of with eclipses is that they generally are kind of described as either being a time of breakthrough or breakdown. And when we allow ourselves to feel overwhelmed by everything we have no control over and everything that's going on in the world, that's when we can start to reach the point of breakdown. And if we stay present and focused on simply what it is that I have control over working on, working through, or releasing and changing, then we can actually experience the breakthrough. So it's up to us. It's not that it's dictated by the stars or that kind of thing. It's just that that energy is there, and it depends on how are we going to work with it what is the best way to work with it in order to maximize and use it in the most beneficial way possible. Um, Now, because this is in Pisces, Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac. So there is a lot of um, uh, attention towards 
releasing, letting go of the old because we're preparing to enter into a new cycle. We're preparing to make space for the new to be able to come in. Uh, so, you know, th- it would be just like standing at the edge of the ocean and taking an object that represents something we want to let go of. Let's say we got divorced and it's taking that, you know, wedding ring or writing down on a piece of paper something that it's time for us to be done with and throwing it into the ocean so that it gets carried away by the waves and the currents to no longer be a part of our life. And then when another wave comes in, it's kind of that washing away and now that refreshing, bringing in the new tide, bringing in the the new wave of energy that has space to now come into because we have opened up that space by releasing and getting rid of something. Um, so, you know, you're, this is, like I said earlier, this is a, a, an extremely powerful time to pay attention to dreams, uh, psychic messages, etc. cetera. Uh, it also, we may experience very powerful and sudden shifts in perspective, and we don't want to fight that. We want to be open to that. We want to be receptive to that. We want to not get so stuck or locked into, but this is what I've always known was right. This is what I've always thought would be the way. This is always how I've seen how this would go or what I was working towards or whatever. Be open to those shifts in perspective because it will open a new way. It will open new opportunities. It will open new pathways for you to explore that will lead you down the path and in the direction towards the thing that is in your highest interest that you may not even have known about or realized. Um, And, you know, paying attention to this is extremely important because whatever it is that comes up, and, and in a sense it's saying whatever it is, good or bad, you know, because it could be really difficult issues that we carry around that we need to shift or change or heal in ourselves, it could be the most amazing insight or or spark of of um, an idea uh, that we had never had before, or all of a sudden saying, "Ah, oh, now I know exactly how to do this or what direction to go." The idea is that especially with this eclipse happening, um, and because it's a new moon, there's a sense of this can be the beginning of something life changing. But it's because we're open to it, we're willing to explore it, we're willing to trust where that current is wanting to take us and go along for the ride. So um, one thing we want to focus on, especially during this time, is uh, looking at the patterns that we hold on to that we need to release that allow us to forgive, that allow us to surrender to the process of change. Sometimes we don't have to make it happen. We just have to surrender ourselves to what is happening. And that's a very important aspect because Pisces is so watery. Um, you know, that's a very important aspect to be paying attention to right now. Uh, another aspect, because with all of that water of Pisces, it's kind of like things are dissolving into the water. You know, uh, it's like if you threw a piece of paper into the water and you watch, it'll just, the ink will start to, you know, um, disappear into the water. The paper will start to kind of fall apart and become part of the water. And that's kind of what's happening in a sense of we've reached a point of needing to let go of what has defined us so that we can be open to those new potentials 
that wants to come in that may be right around the corner. We just haven't been able to either see them or we haven't been willing to embrace them and actually go for them because we were a little bit stuck in how we've defined ourselves and perhaps afraid of the unknown and afraid of letting go of how we've defined ourselves because we didn't want to have to try to figure out who we would be. We wanted to wait until we knew who we would be before letting go of something. And this is when we really are kind of struck by the fact that that's not the way it works. Um, this is uh, also, especially with, well, with the eclipse happening, but also especially with that Pisces energy, my goodness. Um, this really allows us to see beyond our own limitations, uh, to let go of what's not working. It, it, it lets us dissolve what we have thought was holding us back. It lets us no longer have such rigid boundaries and restrictions on who we are and what we think we need to do and how we're supposed to act and what our life is supposed to look like. It, it becomes much more water. It says, just feel that flow. You know, it's like laying on the waves. Feel that kind of up and down that's happening that is the movement of the water, that something is shifting and the current is kind of moving things around. So how we've seen ourselves, how we've known ourselves, how we have limited ourselves by that, this is the opportunity for us to release that um, and to see beyond that as to what else could actually be possible, who else we can actually be. Um, so... You know, there is a sense of wanting to go into this with a, a, a sense of a goal, a sense of direction, um, so that we can make sure that we can take advantage of opportunities that come by actually seeing them. <laughs> um, but um, we also want to be willing to not hold on too tightly to those goals, to not be so defined in the direction that we are unable to see or consider anything that might uh indicate a slightly different path or direction. Uh, so we, we still want to maintain some of that openness and flexibility, um, but we, st we do want to have a kind of a general sense of uh, what direction we might like to go. Um, so uh, I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, when I come back, I want to talk about how we can work with this eclipse um, most effectively. Uh, we've talked about kind of the energies it represents and what's going on and some of the themes and some of the things that we may need to do. Um, but I also want to then talk about some of the more specific ways of working with this uh, in order to really take full advantage of it over the next few months. Um, so we will be right back to talk about that.
You're listening to the Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, with hosts hi C and Charlie Harrington. Find out more at Facebook.com slash The Amethyst Oracle. Welcome back. You're listening to the Amethystorical. My name is Hi C. I am your host for this evening. My co-host Charlie is away this month, so it's just me. If you'd like to get a reading during the show, you can uh, connect in from the show page, or you can call six four six seven one six five five one zero. And I was just talking about uh, because the night that this show is airing. Uh, is a new moon in Pisces with a solar eclipse in Pisces. And I was uh, talking about um, how we can best work with the energies because the new moon energy is really for the next couple of weeks. So it really says over the next couple of weeks, what is what plant, what seeds do I want to plant? What do I want to be cultivating? Um, and then the eclipse really is about the next six months. So it says, over the next six months, what do I really need to focus on releasing and letting go of? How do I need to let go of the limitations that I have defined myself by? And how do I then open and create space for the new to be able to come in and be receptive to the possibilities and the opportunities that come, even when they may not look exactly the way that I thought that they would, but instead I will go with the flow, I will trust the current, and I will simply go with where it takes me rather than trying to force it to be or to look or to go in the direction that I was so sure it should be. So, um, you know, and it's interesting, I during the break, I pulled cards. Uh, I wanted to see how is it that we can best release and let go. And the card that came up was the uh, Page of Cups. And the pages represent children, so there is a sense that this is the preparation for a new birth, which makes sense because Pisces is the end of a a zodiac cycle and we're preparing for spring for a new cycle uh, to begin. Um, Page of cups, cups is water, so it takes us right into that Pisces energy of water. And um, 
it, 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 the cups can show us that we're on very fertile ground right now. So we have this opportunity to really plant things, start things, and really see them thrive and to grow perhaps relatively quickly. Um, but it, it's it's like having really fertile ground. It's like we just put down fresh compost and everything and planted the seeds, and so we're likely to really have a very thriving, fruitful, abundant uh, garden and harvest from what it is that we fully commit to and focus on planting and cultivating at this time. Um, part of that would mean we had gone through and pulled out all of the weeds and really cleared the way for all of this new growth to happen. Um, and, and an image I would like you to think of, because uh, this is really going to speak to that releasing the limitations and seeing the possibility of and potential, um, is imagine that you're a bird in a cage and you see flying above you a whole bunch of other birds like you and you wish you could be part of what that is. You want to be up there in the sky and you see that they get to go all sorts of places by flying wherever they want. And the cage is beginning to dissolve and disappear. So on the one hand, we could be fearful. We may have only known living in this cage. And so we're afraid of what might be outside of it. And maybe we'll just stay here because who knows what might lurk out there somewhere. But also that dissolving cage represents this idea of what had been limiting us, what had been restricting us, what had been holding us back is starting to go away. And we no longer have to feel trapped or stuck by that. Similarly, as it disappears, we don't want to still see the cage that isn't there because that's what we're used to seeing. And we want to be willing to start spreading our wings and testing ourselves a little bit to step outside of that um, rather than assume it's just going to be another cage. Uh, so, you know, this this says letting go of the image or idea that the limitations we're used to are what define us that the world we have lived in or the way we've been doing things or who we have been up to this point is simply who we're going to be and what we're going to be doing. This is our opportunity to recognize that change can happen, change will happen if we simply, A, give ourselves over to it, and B, open up by releasing and letting go what is taking up space in order to open up that space for the new, for these other things to be able to flow in. Um, so some, some people you might, some astrologers you might hear would say that this, uh, new moon and eclipse could be the beginning of a cultural sea change. This is for, especially for astrologers that tend to look more at what's the astrology or the astrological impacts on things like the presidential election, on, um, societal issues and, and those kind of things. And and th there are astrologers that think that this is perhaps the, the tipping point for a cultural sea change to be happening. Now, again, whether that is what we might consider good or bad is going to depend on how people working with this, how they react to it, what they do with it. Um, but it is the opportunity for a major shift and a major change, both on a larger cultural level as well as in ourselves and in our own lives. 
We just have to be willing to face it and to embrace it and to make the space for it. Um, and, you know, this is this is probably the new moon and eclipse. I mean, with Pisces, it's really reminds us of that saying, you know, if you want to change the world, change yourself. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Let's focus on our own little sphere of influence, on our own, what we control, what we have dominion over, what we have power over within ourselves, within our own personal world. And if we do the best and make the most of that, then we will see that that will ripple out and create shift and change around us and in the world and the things that are around us that perhaps we don't like so much now, we will see something shift and change there as well. Um, and that was reiterated because the next card that came up, because I pulled three cards, the next card that came up was the magician. And the magician is the beginning of a whole new major phase or cycle for us. So, And it says, if we put our will into action, if we have a vision, and if we are willing to embrace what resources and tools we have available to us in this moment to take the first step, to take the first action, there may be more things that we will need. Those will come. However, <laughs> we have everything we need in this moment to begin. And this is one of the big themes at this point. It's saying there's no reason to wait any longer. Let's start the process now. Let's give ourselves over to beginning or initiating this rather than thinking or limiting our thinking to I need to wait until I have X. I need to wait until I have this much of this. Um, I, I need to wait because I can't do it without that. The magician card reassures us you have everything you need to get started there will be more down the road, yes. There will be other things we have to acquire or whatever, but there is no reason not to start now. Um, and the magician reminds us this is a very magical time. With all this water and under the eclipse and the, the new moon and everything else, there's a little bit of magic in the air. Well, there's a lot of magic in the air. And if if we can simply step into and be a part of that, we will find that we become infused with magic and we will find things start to happen as if by magic. So it's like looking at what we have available to us, thinking it's not enough. We start to put it into use and we are pleasantly surprised by how far it ends up reaching, how how far we're able to stretch those resources, how they suddenly seem to begin multiplying themselves when we thought there wasn't going to be enough. So believe in the magic as well and know that if we step into it at this time we're going to get infused with it it's kind of like being a sponge stepping into the water and the water is the magic we're going to just absorb and soak in all of that magic and be able to carry it with us and then it starts to become part of what we're able to do and manifest as we move forward um and you know one thing that you want to really think about as part of this process is this is about bringing an end to relying on giving power to and allowing others to set and determine what our reality looks like so that instead we can be the ones who are now creating our own reality and that's one of the things with that magician card coming in there it says it's time for you to pull out your own magic wand it's time for you to come up with your own um, 
uh, magic, your own vision, uh, so that you can start to put your energy towards and put your intention towards and put your focus towards and put your action towards being a part of creating the reality and the future that you want, the person that you want to be, the world that you want to live in, rather than allowing others to determine what those things are going to look like, how those things are going to operate, and what those things are going to be. Um, Pay attention especially to where, when we were talking about Chiron earlier and the wounds that come up, uh, pay attention especially to things where, or areas of your life where you have given into complacency, where you have allowed a, uh, a defeatist attitude to come in and that is fed by self-doubt and so that it becomes this vicious circle of the self-doubt creating more defeatism and then the defeatism just justifies the self-doubt because we become complacent and don't do something and then we can say, see, it didn't happen. See, you know, that still hasn't come about. Um, and I also want to really emphasize one of the things that we can feel, and this I think really is because we get overwhelmed and, and get so impacted by what's happening in the larger world around us, we can feel as if our lives don't matter. You know, what what can I do? What what can I change? I'm just one person. What what good does my one vote really matter? Um, you know, uh, this is our chance to shed and shake off and release that feeling and say it does matter because I'm even though I'm one ripple when the ripples go out they affect each other even though I'm just one drop when the drops come together they create a larger pool of water so we all matter in the web where you know the web needs all of its threads um, wherever there is a missing thread, there is a weakness in the web, regardless of how strong it might look from a distance. The closer you look, the more you might see where there is a, that weakness that appears. So we do matter, and what we do does have an impact. It may not seem as if it impacts or changes the world, but it will change the world you inhabit. And it will affect and shift the energy in your world. And your world can be just in yourself, can just be in your life that is immediately around you. You do matter. What you do does matter. And you do have an impact and an effect. So let's put that impact and an effect, you know, just like the person who feels as if their life doesn't matter and then they commit suicide. That actually has a far more... Uh, a far greater impact, a far more reaching ripple of effect on people in the world around them, sometimes on the immediate world for people that knew them. It can have an effect on someone that reads about it on Facebook that didn't know them personally. You know, so it's, it's an underestimation of how much we matter and how much we as one individual matter and have an impact through what we do, what we say, etc. So we really want to use this as an opportunity to move beyond feeling as if what I do, what I say, 
who I am doesn't matter, but instead to shift to believing that everything matters. So let me be more conscientious about what I say, because I don't know who might hear it and how it might affect them or what impact it might have, what ripple it might create. Let me be more willing to step into who I want to be and not be defined by who and what others want me to be. Um, So this eclipse is like challenging us to let go of outdated beliefs on the collective level. Uh, And that could mean that we believe something based on what a collective has kind of imprinted upon us that we need to let go of so we come to our own understanding, our own belief. It can also mean that we are now challenged to start a larger revolution, if you will, um, to to begin shifting uh, the, the, the larger culture, the larger society. And we can do that simply by taking a stand, simply by being ourselves and not drowning out others who may not believe, think, or uh, say what it is that we do. It's the willingness to have compassion and the willingness to have the acceptance of difference without it having to become degrading, without us trying to drown out what those people have to say versus being willing to listen just like we would like to be listened to as well. To be willing to see them as a fellow human and treat them with loving kindness and with compassion and with generosity and with reciprocity so that we can recognize, because with water, there's a lot about reflection. And so we want to see that how we may be seeing people act around us can be a reflection of how we may be acting. So if we tend to have a very um, sharp, um, defensive tone, but we get frustrated and upset because everybody always seems to be so you know, willing to fight around me. Maybe we need to look at ourselves and say, well, wait, can I change the way that I say things so that I don't trigger that in other people so easily? Can I step away rather than engaging in the battle so that it doesn't get exacerbated and doesn't heighten and become something worse and something more? So if we want to see a larger revolution take place, then we need to start with a personal revolution. And this is the time to do that. Um, There's something called the Sabian symbols that are associated with each degree of the zodiac. So um, the Sabian symbol for this degree of the eclipse uh, is this. A master instructing his disciple the transfer of power and knowledge which keeps the original spiritual and creative impulse of the cycle active and undeviated. So there is a sense that something is being passed on that we need to be willing to both receive and then have the integrity to maintain um, in its highest form. 
we are letting go of lower vibrational perspectives so that we can begin to be aware of, to see, and then to be open to becoming the higher aspects of who we have the ability to be. So lower vibrational aspects can be things like we've talked about fear, that defeatist attitude, um, the, the, the self-limiting way of seeing ourselves or defining ourselves, the anger, the unwillingness to forgive. Um, so those are lower vibrational kind of things. If we can release those, it actually makes space. It's like saying, if I can release the anger, it actually makes space for me to feel more serenity. But I can't feel the serenity, even though I get frustrated and want to feel at peace with something, unless I'm willing to release the anger. So let's really make sure that we're doing the release, because we're going... The nice thing is, with all this watery energy happening with Pisces and all of that, it's, you you know, you... If the water is outside the door and you open the door, the water just flows in. So if we open up the space, we will find if we have set intention for what it is or wished or planned for or set a direction for what it is that we would like to actually see there, we will find that once we open the space, it will just start to flow in. It's almost as if we don't have to do a lot. I will say that this plays very well into what's happening astrologically April through June with Mars going retrograde. We we don't do so much. We don't push so much. We just allow. And that's what we will see happening when we open up that space that is currently filled by the wound, the lower vibrational energies that we may be holding on to or defining ourselves by. And, you know, Will we be able to do this? I mean, I, I think a lot of times people think, I don't want to do something unless I know it's going to be successful. And the third card that came up when I pulled cards around all of this eclipse energy is the Six of Wands. And the Six of Wands is the classic card that is described as success, as victory. But it is about leading the charge. So we have to be out front leading the process. We can't wait for something to go away. We have to be willing to release it and let it go. Um, we can't wait for something to happen. We need to be part of the process of moving in the direction or at least opening up the space for it to happen rather than waiting for it to come and push out what we don't want there in order to come in um, and be what it is that we would like to have there. So the Six of Wands is really amazing to see come up. And this was such an amazing three cards to come up around this eclipse energy with the Page of Cups, the Magician, and the Six of Wands because it says we're on the verge of a major new phase cycle chapter of our lives, of ourselves, of our being. We're on the verge of stepping into the next level of our evolution, of our growth. Uh, we're 
uh, we have a whole new level of opportunity and potential that is opening up to us. We just have to be willing to see it, to step into it, and then to make room for what it is that it will be to come into our lives um, by recognizing what no longer serves us well, what is now toxic or unhealthy or no longer needs to be there, and to be willing to let that move away, to just flow out of us so that these other things can flow in. And that Six of Wands says, doing so, we're going to find that we move to a successful place. We're going to feel as if we have been victorious in what it is that we set out to do. So it's, you know, it, it's such an amazing set of cards um, to see here. And one thing I do is a quintessence where I add up the numbers and here the numbers would add up to seven. And it says seven is a number of commitment. So it says, if I commit to this, then I will be successful and it will happen. I just have to make the commitment. So here, this is a time. Make a commitment to yourself. Make a commitment to who you see yourself as being able to become. Don't worry about what others want, need, or think that you should be. Commit to you. And then plant the seeds that are right for you to move towards manifesting and becoming what you see that commitment to represent for you. So it looks like we might have one caller in the queue for a reading. So first I would like to say thank you for uh, listening and um, going on this little exploration of the energies around this new moon and solar eclipse in Pisces happening this evening. Uh, hopefully you can take some of that into uh, into yourself to process and know that these are the energies that we're really swirling about in over the next six months or so. So we don't want to necessarily miss out on it, squander it, um, but take full advantage of it because there's such an amazing newness to who we can become or what can flow into our lives as a result of engaging in this process that we would be remiss to miss out on it. Uh, so I'm going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, uh, I'm going to go to our caller who's calling from area code 252. So if you're calling from area code 252, be prepared, because after this break, we're going to come and talk right to you.
listening to the Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, with hosts Hi C and Charlie Harrington. Find out more at Facebook.com slash the Amethyst Oracle. And welcome back. My name is Hi C. I'm your host this evening. My co-host Charlie is off this month. And I will remind you that you can find all of the previous shows, not only of this show, but all of the shows under the Soulvox Network. Uh, on uh, Blog Talk Radio in the archives there. And you can also find the shows on iTunes. Just do a quick search either for the title of any of the shows um, or you can just do a search for Soul Box and it'll come right up. Um, I, In addition to this show, I also host a show on the second Sundays of each month called Revolution. Uh, I would encourage you to join me for that. Um, the next show will be coming up this coming Sunday on the 13th. And my guest will be feng shui expert Ailita Lito, who will be offering all sorts of tips and suggestions on how to open up, stimulate, and move the energy in yourself, in your space, uh, kind of like spring cleaning in order to really get things moving so that we can generate and support and um, uh, encourage and cultivate the energy that's needed for the things that we want to see happening during this year or in ourselves or in our lives. Uh, that's this coming Sunday, the 13th at 10.30, and it's called Revolution. So we're going to go to our caller who is calling from area code 252. Are you there, caller, area code 252? Hi. Um, my name is Talisha, and I would like to know, um, well, I actually, I had this, I want to move. And I had an insight on going on to this, moving to this particular area. And I was wondering if you could just pull a couple of cards and tell me, how do you see that fit with me? So is it, uh, I mean, have you made the final decision that, yes, you are going to move, and now you're just thinking, is it going to be to this area or another area, or are you still trying to decide whether now is the time to move or not? Okay, I'm going to move. I probably move in a couple of months. Um, but like where I'm going to move is not but I'm thinking I will go in this direction since I did get a little insight on it. And I was just wondering could you go ahead and pull a couple of cards? Like I it's I, I know I have to move. That's no question. But it's just uh, the location, I guess. Okay. Where I want so what to I still up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start by we're going to look at you know what it looks like if you move to the place you're considering at the moment or if someplace else might be better to consider. Um, yes. And now the cards that are coming up are pretty clear in saying that there may actually be someplace else that would be better for you because the first card that came up is the Queen of Cups reversed. That, I think, completely supports the need for you to move um, and that we don't want to be putting it off for much longer because anytime you reverse cups, we can feel completely drained. It's kind of like feeling dehydrated or feeling thirsty and there's no water around. Um, it also uh, can exactly show... Yeah, I feel. Yes. Yeah. Well, it can... <laughs> I am it... complaining of dry mouth right now. Yeah, go ahead. Um well, and reverse cups can also show that we may be in some sort of toxic situation, uh, you know, whether the people, the environment, whatever around us just is now literally unhealthy for us 
emotionally, Everybody. spiritually, and even physically, uh, that the, it that it's probably not healthy to, to be there. So if nothing else, for me, it's nice to see that card come up just because it um, validates and reinforces what you already know is the right thing for you, that yes, it is time and there is a need. So the cards that represent where you're thinking of moving to right now are the Two of Cups reversed, followed by the Eight of Swords. So both of those cards are really challenging and do not bode well for resolving your dry mouth issue <laughs> by moving to right. where you're thinking. Um, Two of Cups reversed can say that you may never really connect with the place that you move to. So you'd always feel a little, you know, it'd be like getting into a relationship with someone who you never really click with. And then you just are kind of there and you keep thinking, well, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll change. And it never does. Um, because then we are then we go to the eight of swords and eight of swords one can be a card of like the victim or the martyr so that could say that we stay someplace where we don't need to be because well somebody else needs me it's like staying in a relationship too long because I don't want to hurt the other person so I'll just martyr myself Um, and like if you saw the image here the eight of swords is a woman sitting in a prison cell and so that well (laughs) and that and that represents where you're currently thinking of moving to. So I don't think you're going to find what you feel you need by making a move in the place that you're currently considering. And this is in contrast to the place that you to to moving someplace else. Um, just as here we could just think of not the place that you're thinking of moving to for the moment. Uh, so this is much more general because the first card that comes up there is the Ace of Wands. And the Ace of Wands is like nothing but fire. It's bright. It's shiny. It gets us excited. And again, you know, it really sparks our interest. It makes us feel alive and energized. Um, So there is something here that really says it's it's someplace else that's actually going to re-energize you and and re-spark your sense of I'm in where I want to be and makes me feel excited about being here and now makes me feel motivated to go out and start doing some of the things that I really wanted to be doing. Um, Ace of Fire could represent the direction of south. So um, I don't know if there's some place you've been considering that would in some way be southern, you know, to the south of where you are. Um so Alabama is what what was the first place the place that we looked at that you'd already been thinking about moving to Well um San Diego I was thinking about going back there but I had lived there before And where where are you now In North Carolina Ah okay So and I was thinking about going north but nah. Well Ace of Wands really <laughs> says something South is probably going to be better. Uh, someplace warmer is probably better, <laughs> um, where you get more sun. I don't know how much sun they get in South. Car- I mean, in North Carolina, but it's like I don't know. I always just think of it as nothing but tornadoes, rain, and snow. <laughs> but I'm from California, so that's how I think of every place in the country but California. <laughs> um, right. Uh, but one, you want to think about some place that is warmer, that gets more sun, and that is southerly. So this could support San Diego, 
because that's south. I mean, it certainly is kind of the most southern part of California for the most part. Um, it's certainly warmer there. You get a lot of sun there. It is. It is. Uh, and uh, are you by the water in North Carolina? No, but that's where the first place I wanted to go is by the water. Well, San Diego is on the water. so. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say because San Diego is, is you know, by the water. And I think you really need that water element because we have the Queen of Cups, Cups being water. Queen of Cups is reversed. Two of Cups was reversed. So Two of Cups reversed for the first place that you were thinking about says that may not be enough water. So is is, is it close? The first place you were thinking about, is it close to the ocean? I or think is it I close? know what you're talking about. Oh, um, I was thinking about moving to Africa and it's right oh. on the water. And it's definitely a lot of fun <laughs> well, that is but true. but i i can't i had to get out of here first it's just too it's too much they're doing too much to me so i just need like somewhere to kind of transition yes so Can i'm I going say- to say yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna encourage you to consider san diego more because um i went ahead and i just pulled three cards one for each of the places you were considering well not the first place cuz we already had that but i pulled a card for alabama and then i pulled a card for san diego and then i pulled a card for africa and far and away the card that comes up that says the best place for the moment is san diego um because the page of pentacles came up there which says this is going to allow you to get back on your feet to to restabilize yourself or to reestablish yourself. Um, okay. But pages are children, so it's the beginning. You know, it's giving birth to a new phase or a new cycle. So okay. Africa may be down the road from there, but San Diego plus. So. Yeah. Did you live in San Diego as a child? Um, a couple of. A couple of years ago, I went out there as a homeless girl, and I totally liked it. <laughs> I was so was well fed and well taken care of. I San well, Diego. I was not even in fear of nothing living out on the okay. street. That was so weird, but I, I kind of it was nice though. I mean, it was kind of cool, and, and I had very, no. And yeah. that's very childlike because you know when we're a child, we have all of our needs being met. Yeah, and you I know, had because, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, right, but the way you just described it is just like being a child because you said you went there oh. and it's like you didn't worry for anything and you had everything that you needed. And that's just like the child who doesn't have to think about where their food comes from or, you know, how the mortgage gets paid because that just kind of happens. They just are a child and their needs get taken care of and I'm just a child growing up. So yeah, I have there's... There's a lot here that supports San Diego as the place for you to really focus on going to. I also think that you need distance from where you are now. And that yes, some of these other sir. places, you know, were too close. Even they were just still too close to where you are now. Still not enough. That's why I said Africa. Well, just <laughs> yes, but, but just like if I... To say. I know, but that just like if I... But just like if I flew from California to New York, I would probably have to have like a layover in Chicago 
You know, so I still would get the 3,000 miles, but I have to go and stop someplace first in order to get to the final destination. Same thing here. Yes, we may need it to be even further than 3,000 miles. We may need to be in Africa. But from where you are, you need to go to San Diego, and then from there, you will go to Africa. So Africa just isn't the primary initial destination. Um, But there's a lot to say that San Diego Yeah. Well, that's okay. But right now it says San Diego is where you need to land first. All right. That was good. You're not just saying that because you're from California, are you? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying that because of the cards that came up. Um, Right. And so. So hopefully you will be able to find a way to make that happen and keep your sights set on San Diego. And I don't know if you heard any of the earlier part of the show, but this is a great time to be setting new goals, setting new intentions, uh, planting new seeds, if you will. So I'm going to encourage you to walk out under the moon tonight and look up to the stars and actually say out loud, I'm ready and I would like to move to San Diego if you want to put a time frame on there, you can within the next two months or whatever. And, you know, and and may the resources that I need in order for that to happen be available to me within that time frame. Amen. All right. I can do that. I can okay. Do that, I I would like to see it happen by April 20th. So if it's you want to put much, that in. Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, month and a half. So, if you want to put that as part of that intention or wish that you put out, then there you go. Okay. I will. Okay. Sounds good. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. You have a blessed You're welcome. night. You too. Thanks right. for calling. <laughs> All right. No problem. Bye. 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 Okay. Well, it looks like we have another caller who has now jumped into the queue. And this is caller from area code 347. Are you Hi. there? Hello. Yes. Hello. Well, what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Tanika. I'm calling from New York. Um, I'm so glad I caught you again. I spoke to you, I think it was maybe two weeks ago. Um, it was great talking to you. So I was just calling back because it was great talking to you. Was there anything in particular you wanted to ask about? Yeah, if you saw what you see as far as, like, with my current job, I'm not sure if I should stay or leave. And also, just if you see any changes for anything coming up for me with love life and moving or moving. Okay. All right. Well, I think that it is time for you to go when it comes to your work question. (laughs) Um, Mainly because I don't think that, I don't think there's really any room for more growth at this point. Uh, And while it, it, there's not like, it's interesting because the first card that came up is the Five of Pentacles. A lot of times that would be seen as a very dire card, like we're going to lose our job or it's misfortune and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But 
it can also be a card of codependency. And one thing that you want to look at is, have you become codependent on or in relationship to the job or the work that you're in now? And is there an enabler and an enabled in that situation? Meaning, I want to go and do this, I want to go and have this kind of job, but I don't because my job pays me this much and I don't want to give that up. That's a codependent situation. Um, Because the cards that represent staying where you are are the Knight of Wands followed by the Fool card. Now, we could look at that very literally and say the longer you stay there, the more of a fool you are. (laughs) Um, And and I don't know if you mean in in the job that you're in or in the type of work that you're doing, but either way. you know, it's it's like saying it's foolish for you to continue in what you're in for very much longer, um, partially because there's really not a lot to gain from being there. So why, it's almost like why waste the time when there are other things for you to experience and to be doing in your life and on your path and in the world? And why be putting those off? Why miss out on those? At this time, hold on, I have a little uh, frustrated little puppy that needs to go out the door so she can go to the restroom. (laughs) All right, now she will be much happier and we will be much quieter. Um, Whereas the cards that came up to represent uh, going in another direction, leaving what you're in, um, we have the Queen of Swords followed by the High Priestess. Now, that would tell me that it probably is time for you to be considering how to move in a direction, A, where you may be working more for yourself um, or more independently or be in a position where you're much more in charge or in control and and the decision maker. And B, with the high priestess coming in there as well, I don't know if you want to move in a direction that involves any sort of healing work or spiritual work or something like that, but that seems to want to be at least the the overall direction that you're heading in, in some way. It doesn't have to be exactly what you jump right into, but we want that to be kind of the longer-term goal so we're moving in the right direction towards that. Right. Sounds about right. It's hard. With my current job, it is retail. And it's true. It has seemed like it became really codependent, as in I work every day. Who does that without having at least a day off during the week? Um, right. They make they ask me to do that, and it's like they're dependent on me doing that so they can like be home with their family and I guess build all this store, which I get. But it's kind of like no life for me, and my legs and everything and body are paying the price. So now I might have the opportunity to go to another job as a supervisor, which would be great because I would finally have the title I deserve, and probably the pay and maybe benefits, but it would be. Similar kind of work, much more harder on my body, uh, longer hours, and it would be also harder to get to, whereas this job is easier for me to get to because I don't currently have a car. So it's like I don't know if I'm jumping out of the flying pin into the fire by leaving this job and going to the supervisor role, or should I just stay where I'm at and try to get into school to try to do something with, like, maybe nursing or healing? You know what I'm saying? It's just... I, I this What I would see here, based on that information is the Queen of Swords especially says it's time to move towards the more supervisory role, but use that as the way to start looking at how do you start going to school. 
rather than just staying in what you're in. Right. Because there is no room for growth. It's two sisters I work for, and it's their first ever store or company. And I have a lot more experience in retailing and uh, customer service than they do, like as far as the um, interacting with people in a day-to-day aspect. And I see they get uncomfortable when I start talking to customers and relating to them. They just, the body language I get from them is they feel kind of threatened. And it's just gotten to a point where it's annoying because I'm trying to help them and their store, and I have helped their store and greatly with the customer service level, but they feel threatened. And it's like, I don't want to feel this way. I want something of my own. Well, the the five of pentacles coming up says that you're being taken advantage of. I and know part I of that, am. So if, if we think of the five of pentacles like misery loves company, it's like them seeing it as, well, you know, we're putting everything that we have into making this store work. So anybody that works here should also be doing that as well. And it's like, well, not exactly. Right. So you need to be the one to change your situation rather than waiting for the situation to change for you. And it's time for that to happen. Um, And I think you're going to find the supervisory role opportunity much more in alignment with where you need to be and what you need to be doing right now. And that will then help to become um, uh, kind of that, that base from which you're able to move into other things. Okay. Well, still waiting to hear back from them. So hopefully it works out. I mean, it would be more responsibility, but it would be less brutal on me and, Yep. Or it's a dirty. It's more demanding, but it's more. It's like less brutal on me. I feel like it would be. It would be more yeah. balanced because, yeah, more demanding. Um, more of a commitment, but I think also more creative aspect. More getting to supervise and get to play the roles that I think I I know I can, but these girls don't want to see me do because they want to be able to be the one to delegate and whatever. It's so petty a little bit sometimes. And um, I know I can because I've trained people for them, but I don't get the title and the pay for that job that I do. And these cards are supporting exactly what you're saying with the Queen of Swords being there, that this other option is really Mm -hmm. um, well represented as exactly how you just described what you're ready for, what you're capable of, and then being able to be recognized for performing that and then compensated appropriately. Yes. That makes total sense. So I will see when I hear, if I hear back from them, what, how it goes. I mean, I don't know how I would get there and get home every day. Um, that has to be worked out. It would be a challenge. This job is easy for me to get to because the bus takes me right there. So. Well, these cards wouldn't come up if it was a challenge impossible to overcome. So, yes, because Queen of Swords says it may take a little more thought, it may take a little more planning, it may take a little more discipline, but those things would pay off very well for you if you're willing to simply take on the challenge. So there is a way for you to be able to do it. So don't let that be the excuse or the justification for turning it down or for not doing it and staying in the situation you're in. Okay. Yeah, because I don't like to get taken advantage of. It's like I give my all 
And um, I don't like that. And I know I'm being taken advantage of. I mean, at least the balance of life, people need at least one day off, you know, during the week. Doctors' offices aren't open on the weekend. Especially when they aren't giving you a day off so that they can have a day off. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, and one of them is like allergic to even working on the weekends if she's made it. She makes her sister, other sister do it. It's just not fair. And there were times when there would be money issues and they would kind of uh, jump at like accusing me and not apologize when they should for it instead of like apologizing for the tone they should Mm -hmm. have. It's just a level of professionalism that I am used to that they are, that they don't have. So, right. Yeah. Well, Everything you've said clearly illustrates why it's time to get out from under that situation. Makes total, yeah, that's, I think and, that's and, and you have to make that choice. You have to stop subjecting yourself to it. It's just like the person who lives with the alcoholic. They can complain all they want about how the alcoholic acts, but if they never do anything to remove themselves from the firing line of the alcoholic, they can't complain that the alcoholic isn't changing. Right. It's true. And it's like sometimes you feel guilty because I have in the past left a few jobs. It's true. Partly because of transportation issues and everything. But with them, I really dedicated a lot, um, made sure that they really grew and like did well. And they are. And um, I guess I'm going to look bad again for leaving something. But well, I don't like it. You, you, have to, you have to not worry about looking bad because they may look at it as somehow negative, but you're not leaving like in a huff. You know, it's not like you're just walking in one day and say, I quit, <laughs> throwing something in their face and leaving. You're leaving because you have another opportunity. Right. And it's an opportunity to improve, to advance, to grow, etc. cetera. Uh, so, you know, there, there's nothing bad about that. It's just the natural evolution of things. Yeah. So allow, give yourself permission to grow. And recognize that change is part of growth, and choosing to implement change is not a bad thing. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, do the well, card Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, no, it's okay. I was going to say thanks for calling in. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you if the cards say anything to you about love life or me moving yeah. well um, so I would say focus on love right now mm-hmm. uh, ace, of, ace of pentacles or in this deck the ace of gardens comes up so that can show us that something real is is like right on right outside the door I mean aces represent something new Pentacles is the earth suit, so it represents something coming into being. Um, So the fact that that card comes up says that we're right on the verge of, it'd be like if we had planted seeds in a garden, and the Ace of Pentacles would say, we're on the verge of going out and seeing the plant suddenly growing and blooming after the time that we've spent cultivating and waiting. So that's where we, and aces say this is where we want to take action at the moment. This is where something is getting ready to be started or that we want to initiate or, or is getting ready to birth <laughs> into being. Um, so ace of pentacles coming up here says that you're, if you put attention and action and effort towards finding love and relationship, 
you're going to find that manifesting or paying off rather uh, soon, rather quickly. Um, okay. I'm not dating anyone right now. I've tried to date, and I purposely chose to stop because I just wasn't um, I wasn't meeting people that I had the same kind of feelings for, and they were just not right for me. It just didn't feel right. Um, there is someone that I have feelings for. He's from my past, though. And for some reason, my feelings haven't changed towards him. He's he's the one person I keep thinking about. Um, but I haven't heard from him. Did you did you call in and ask about this person previously? I think when I spoke to you at first, I think I did ask you about him. And what was what was the consensus then? I don't remember. <laughs> That's why I asked well, again. Well, well, well. <laughs> it was two weeks ago, I think. So. When I pull a card about that particular person, the two of swords comes up. And on the one hand, this can say that this that we're torn. Um, but I will also say, astrologically, we have a lot of retrogrades that are happening, especially in the first eight months of this year. And when there are retrogrades, it can often be a time that stimulates people, things from the past reappearing or needing to revisit them in some way. But a lot of what's happening right now is those things coming up in order to bring a sense of understanding or closure to them. So the two of swords coming up here wouldn't so much be about getting back into relationship with that person versus there may still be some conversations that we need to have um, and things that need to be talked through or hashed out or understood from what happened in the past or why things were the way they were in the past. But it isn't really about moving into relationship with this person. And the fact that the ace came up would tell me that we're more likely to see um, positive, rewarding, or beneficial um, developments in a new relationship with a new person. Aces are very much about the new, rather than a return to something old. Okay. And the fact that the Ace of Pentacles, Pentacles is an Earth uh, element, so that would tell us that we would likely meet this person or come across this opportunity uh, in the next Earth sign, which is Taurus, um, which starts April 20th and goes to May 20th. I mean, if it's easy, you can just think about it being May. Um, you know, and so that's not really that far from now. It's a little little over a month, month and a half or so from now. Um, you know, so that would likely be a time that the, the, the important thing is for you to be ready, to be open, and to have done what you needed to do to be prepared and have the door open for that person to show up. And if you are focused and looking at the person from the past and worrying about that and not paying attention to other things because you're so caught up in that, then you're likely to miss them standing at the door and they're only going to stand there for so long. So that's what I would have to say about that. Okay. I do feel like we have unfinished discussions to discuss, but I feel like there's like a love um, there that won't go away because there was, he was a new person in my life and we fell in love really intensely and I kept seeing 11-11, and his date of birth adds up to that. It's just like a lot of crazy things happen, and 
it feels like it's not over. So I know that we are going to talk again. I could feel that inside, but I just feel like it will only. Well, like and, and talk. maybe at some point in the future that will be the case, but there are other things that you need to experience that will help in your own growth and development. Um, and so that's why we don't want to ignore or miss out on other relationship possibilities that will be part of your own growth and development that may be crucial to getting to the point that both of you need to reach in order to come back to a, some sort of relationship together. Um, but for right now, that's not the relationship that's indicated as the best thing for you to be getting back into. Okay. Do you see like a different relationship coming or no? Well, yes, the Ace of Pentacles says there's something new awaiting you likely will make its appearance during that Taurus time frame between April 20th to May 20th. Okay. That's why I was saying you have to be ready, you have to have the door open, and you have to be paying attention. You can't be all focused and caught up in this thing from the past and miss out on something that is there because they're only going to stand there at that door for so long. So. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll try. Okay. <laughs> That's well, all we ask you to do. I definitely will. I hope you don't mind when I call and yarn because I really love talking to you. So don't be surprised the next time you want to call you. <laughs> okay. That's perfectly okay. That's why we offer these segments. But Please. thanks for calling in this evening. Thanks. I'll continue listening. Uh, sure. Um, actually, you're going to bring the show to a close, but you can listen oh. to the close of the show if you want. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I will. Thanks all right. for coming. <laughs> all right. Sure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So I want to say thank you to everybody who is listening this evening. Um, I would encourage you, if you joined us late, to go back and listen to the early part of the show because with this being a new moon and a solar eclipse today, this is setting the tone with the new moon for things that we're planting and cultivating for the next couple of weeks. And then this, the eclipse is really setting the tone and the energy for the next six months. So I would encourage you, and I think that that relates to who I was just talking to as well, because there's a lot about releasing and letting go that has to do with this eclipse energy in order to make space and make room for the new to be able to come in. So I would encourage you, if you did not hear that, to go back and listen to that, just to be able to think about where we need to put our attention and focus and energy over the next few months. So my name is Hi C. Uh, if you would like to find out more about me, you can visit my website, tarotbyhighc.net. Uh, you can also email me, highc at tarotbyhighc.net. I offer private sessions. Uh, both in person as well as by FaceTime, Skype, or phone. And so I would be happy to answer any questions you have or set up a, an appointment for doing that if that was something that you were interested in. And you can find this show as well as any of the previous shows here on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes. So if there was anything you wanted to check out or listen to again for uh, or listen back to, then you can always find all of the shows there. Uh, the Amethyst Oracle, this show airs the second Tuesday of each month, so I will hopefully look forward to having you join us here again next month. And uh, my other show, Revolution with High C, airs the second Sunday of each month, and it will be coming up this coming Sunday the 13th at 10.30 a.m. 
So thank you for listening. Have a magical new moon and solar eclipse in Pisces. And we will look forward to being with you again next time. The Amethyst Divination with a queer twist. Divination with a queer twist. The Amethyst Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Revolution with Haishu Lutner. Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.